morning. And if you have your Bibles, you can start making your way over to the book of Haggai. I am uh, reading out of the Christian Standard this morning again because that's what my Sunday school literature is in. You can follow along in your copy. You know, a lot of times when you go to the doctor, uh, one of the first things they give you is a questionnaire to fill out. And you go through there and you check, do I do this or do that? Do I have this problem or that problem? A lot of times, even when you get in there, one of the first things they'll ask you before they start uh, checking in on what might be causing problems is your behavior. They'll ask you if you've got high blood pressure, if your blood pressure spiked, if you're hurt, do you drink, do you smoke, uh, what are your eating habits, if you've had stomach problems or allergies, a lot of times they'll ask you if you've changed things you've ate or if you've tried something new because you've got symptoms. Now we're seeing symptoms in America like we've never seen before. We've seen these symptoms in other countries, but we've never really experienced them here in America. So I think it's important that when we find these symptoms that we look to see if there's probably, possibly a behavior problem that could cause these in the Word of God. Now, that doesn't mean there's always a behavior problem. Uh, we know from the book of Job that Job hadn't done anything wrong, but he evaluated his life to make sure that he hadn't. So if you'll look in verse 1 of chapter 1 of Haggai, in the second year of King Darius, on the first day of the sixth month, the word of the Lord came through the prophet Haggai to Zerubbabel, son of Shetiel, the governor of Judah, and Joshua, the son of Jehozadak, the high priest. The Lord of armies, your Bible probably says the Lord of hosts. Uh, it is another name for God in the Old Testament, says this. These people say the time has not come for the house of the Lord to be rebuilt. The word of the Lord came through the prophet Haggai. Is it time for you, for yourselves, to live in paneled houses while this house lies in ruins? Now the Lord of armies says this, Think carefully about your ways. You have planted much, but harvest little. You eat, but never have enough to be satisfied. You drink, but never have enough to be happy. You put on clothes, but never have enough to get warm. The wage earner puts his wages into a bag with a hole in it. The Lord of armies says this, Think carefully about your ways. Go up into the hills, bring down lumber, and build a house, and I will be pleased with it and be glorified, says the Lord. You expected much, but then it amounted to little. When you brought the harvest to your house, I ruined it. Why? This is the declaration of the Lord of armies, because my house still lies in ruins while each of you is busy with his own house. So on your account the skies have withheld the dew and the land its crops, and I have summoned the drought on the fields and the hills and the grain and the new wine and fresh oil, and whatever the ground yields on man and animal and on that which your hands produced. Then Zerubbabel, son of Sheltiel, the high priest, Joshua, son of Jehozadak, and the entire remnant of the people obeyed the Lord their God and the words of the prophet Haggai because the Lord their God had sent him, so the people feared the Lord. See, the exiles had returned from 
their Babylonian captivity, and they had been back for 16 years. But the only thing they had done to the house of God was lay the foundation, and then they quit and went to building their own houses. Now the term paneled houses, at that point in time, houses were pretty plain. So that means they were spending more time decorating up and fancy in their houses while the house of God, the temple of God, which represents the presence of God for the children of Israel, was just a foundation. Uh, Tony Evans says that they had time to repair their own houses, says their failure to erect the temple wasn't a time problem, it was a priority problem. People make time for what they think is important. At 3 o'clock on Sunday afternoon, for instance, everybody makes time to watch football for three hours. People will sit and observe a game. Yet most routinely claim that they have no time to read the Bible, pray, meditate, or go to church. We know we are repenting and returning when we put God first. So, first of all, I think we need to look at the temple, what the temple represents. Now, in the Old Testament, the temple was the presence of God in the midst of the people. Uh, a common saying is in the Old Testament, God had a temple for his people. In the New Testament, God had a people for his temple. So what is the temple? What represents the temple today? The church. Now the church is no longer just these four walls. It is us. It is the believers, the, child of, the children of God. So building the temple means bringing more people into the church bringing more people to salvation. The truth is most Christians in America are more worried about getting the new car, getting the latest phone or home improvements than they are about their neighbor down the street who's lost and on the road to hell. We put ourselves at the center of our life. And then how many of you have experienced this? You, you work harder, longer hours, more, 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 and you look back at your bank account and then it's not growing. Just like uh, it says in Haggai, we're putting our wages in a bag with a hole in it. Seems like as fast as we earn it, it goes out. So how do we change it? First of all, we've got to put Christ at the center and put his word work first. We've got to carry out the Great Commission and love and edify our brethren. The children of, of the Lord feared and turned to his work, and God helped them with that work. As you can see if you read on in verse 2, but we're going to look down at, at uh, chapter 2 and verse 15. God's reminding them how things were. Now from this day on, think carefully, before one stone was placed on another in the Lord's temple, what state were you in? When someone came to the grain heap of 20 measures, it only amounted to 10. When one came to the wine press to dip 50 measures from the vat, it only amounted to 20. I struck you, all the work of your hands with blight, mildew, and hail, but you didn't turn to me. This is the Lord's declaration. From this day on, think carefully. From the 24th day in the ninth month, from the day the foundation of the Lord's temple was laid, think carefully, is there seed still left in the granary? The vine and the fig and the pomegranate and the olive tree have not yet produced. But from this day forth, 
I will bless you. The simple truth is that God's blessings are tied with obedience. We have to put Christ at the center of our lives in order to see his blessings. And right now, I think America desperately needs to seek God and to seek to put Christ center because we need God's blessing. But the outcome is not going to be decided in the next election. It's not going to be decided by passing rules or regulations. It's not going to be decided by anything but obedience to him for his people. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this chance to come out and worship you, Lord. We thank you that your word gives us guidance for our lives, Lord, that our, we can find blessing by seeking you, by seeking to put you center. Lord, we thank you that it's simple, Lord, that if you're at the center, everything else falls into place. We ask that you just be with every aspect of the service here, be in each and everything that's done here, and that you be glorified in all that we do. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.